So Avengers Endgame came out this weekend, and we are all out seeing it. So we'll do a couple episodes, probably, about Endgame next weekend. For this episode, however, it's time for something completely different. What you're about to hear is entirely improvised, with the exception of the name of the movie, the year it was made, and a couple of the actors and their character names. We made it all up as we went along. That's right. It's not brain science. It's improvisational rocket surgery. This is the howling horror of Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) The incomparable number 457. April 2019. Welcome back, everybody, to the Incomparable Podcast. I am your host, Jason Snell, and it's another one of our fantastic rockets, fantastic rocket surgery episodes <laughs> in which I gleefully inflict terrible movies <laughs> on my friends and uh, then I have to watch them myself and I regret everything. And in this episode, uh, uh, we are the continuing the Rocket Surgery Film Festival, I guess. It's 1950s sci-fi of course it is or horror i guess it what is it it's all of the it's, yeah it's oh boy it is it's horrific it's sci-fi oh it's terrific it's, it's all of the bad. above it Jeez. is science horror 58's the howling horror of dracula directed by jerry <laughs> warren starring among other people john carradine uh why did i pick this movie well i mean jerry warren directed frankenstein <laughs> island which is my favorite bad movie of all time and i love movies with john carradine in them because they're always really good he's a real simple of quality that John Carradine because <laughs> I, I yeah mm, yeah he he I guess if you could buy him some liquor he would be in your movie that's the impression I get about John Carradine and, and, anyway and it's it's obvious that Jerry Warren bought him some liquor for this movie Jerry Warren had had something on John Carradine because John Carradine was in lots of Jerry Warren movies over the years oh, yeah. most notably Frankenstein Island but many others too I think you had to have a lot of liquor to be in a Jerry Warren film. You just you couldn't get through it otherwise. Well, and the other star of this movie is Catherine Victor, who under various spellings of her Ooh. name, which is super weird, and I don't know quite why that is. She um, she also was in not only the Wild Wild World of the Batwoman, which is a movie so um, obviously a, a an infringement on DC's trademarks that they <laughs> sued and had to change the name later. Um, uh, and also she's Sheila Frankenstein in Frankenstein Island. So the, really, it's Jerry. Warren's go-to cast here. Oh boy, there you can see why. <laughs> but this oh. is when they were young. Yeah, it's true. Oh yes, There's, John Carradine was. Well, John yeah, Carradine John, ever John really Carradine young? Wasn't young. <laughs> no, he was born at like the age seventy. It was. It's yeah, kind of amazing. Exactly. Every movie you see him in. He's a very old man. And you're like, it's 1930. You're supposed to be like 29. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, makes it uh, both good and bad that he's playing the master of being undead. Ta-da. Yeah, well, Count it's Dracula. True. How, yeah. how many times? I looked it up. John Carradine yeah. was Count Dracula in like five movies, seven movies. He's like, he's a, he's a Dracula, except when he's a Frankenstein, basically, in Frankenstein <laughs> Island. He is, he is, he was in Billy the Kid versus Dracula for Pete's sake, like a few years after they made this movie. He and that again, I I, I don't want to summarize what that movie's about, but uh, it was called Billy the Kid versus Dracula, so you could pretty get the sense. <laughs> and in this movie, yes, again, he is the oh oh so put upon uh, Lord of the Dark and and the the Master of the Manor and uh, the the Count Dracula. Oh boy! But, but who <sighs> plays the Howling Horror of Dracula? Yeah, well, I mean, mm-hmm. Arshila Arshila Frankenstein. I assume Howling <laughs> Horror after what? Okay, 
So this is a movie about a, about I I, I want to say something about Jerry Warren's restraint in not calling this the werewolf versus Dracula. Although my good friend Moises Chuyan did point out that this movie was released in Mexico as Senora Loba contra Dracula. So in Mexico it was literally uh, wolf oh woman, that's what that is wolf okay. woman versus Dracula. But yeah, so so, so Catherine Victor is the of course. Uh, our friendly neighborhood wolf lady who trashes <laughs> Castle Dracula, um, and and I guess that means the the subtle part of this title is that it's the howling like a w- wolf horror of Dracula, but that's an of Dracula, well, right? It's, I, I was going to say the subtle part is the of. Yeah. <laughs> well, it should it's technically be the howling horror to Dracula because it is inflicted upon Dracula, but. I don't know. I mean, I don't now, know. I was I was reading online that uh, Phyllis Coates of Superman fame was originally up for this part, and uh, <laughs> did somebody but, tip her off? <laughs> no, no. You know, she did Warren's next uh, movie, The Incredible Petrified World. Oh boy! It was like oh, two years later, yeah. right? And apparently, Warren, who's a producer, stiffed her for the salary. So, what, was he a charismatic <laughs> man? You think, Jerry Warren? How did he get people to be so. in these movies? I'm I telling you, it's so. the liquor. It's, it's the, the liquor, liquor yeah. free liquor. I, I I realize now that I have not even introduced everybody who I inflicted this movie on. So I'm going to do that <laughs> We're now. We're so excited. That was that we was wanted so to excited. remain anonymous, but okay. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't want to admit that I've seen this movie. I think well, is kind let's, of so let's I was do okay a, with that. Sure enough, Steve. <laughs> let's do a robot roll call of all of the people who I have to apologize to. <laughs> Um, I've, I, I'm never going to be able to apologize to myself for watching this movie, but I will apologize to these other people in this order. David J. Lore, you've heard him a lot. David J. Lore, I apologize for making you watch The Howling Horror of Dracula. Once again, our tastes are like that, that Venn diagram of two circles. It's one circle, man. In a garbage it's one can. Circle. In, in a, in this a one's garbage a garbage can, can yes. But. Uh, Don Melton, I thought you'd really dig a movie from the 50s. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really funny when you picked this one because it, we'll get to that story in a little bit, but I'm probably <laughs> the only one here who's actually seen this three times. So. Oh, oh. How are you alive? Don't make that t- bad. Oh, no. Don't make that <laughs> That makes so much oh, sense. God. Uh, Gene McDonald, um, you are a person I really respect, and therefore I have to offer him the most sincerest apology for making you watch this movie. <laughs> I just came here to add the scream sound effects to my role. <laughs> good, good. This movie doesn't have enough of those. <laughs> great, great. Uh, <laughs> Kathy Campbell, um, you, you're, you're nice. Why did I do this to you? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're nice. <laughs> well, you know what? It, I'll take it on myself. It's my own fault. I agreed because I will follow Gene anywhere and I agreed to do this and I now regret everything. And Micah Sargent, you were a talking, f- intelligent dog in a D&D game once. That's kind of like a werewolf. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, you're right about that. And honestly, uh, I'm here to add the chain rattle, chain rattle bats. We got them all here. There's we a got them shocking all dearth of bats in this movie, by the way. <laughs> like for Dracula's in the title, where are the bats? I ask you, where are the bats? Yeah, B- Bats are expensive and don't work for free liquor. It's, it's odd to me how much the bats like the werewolf, because you'd expect that not to be the case. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're the master of, of evil and the, the creatures of the night, and, you know, where, where are the creatures of the night when you need them? I guess that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, I, I gotta say, in a Jerry Warren film, John Carradine is the master of day for night. That's a totally <laughs> different thing. 
that's well, true. That's true. Well, you, it costs I'm so more. glad you brought that up because you, while you were talking uh, before the show started about, I guess they had to do that part of the time because of the the film that they edited into this because it was shot completely in the daytime. Oh, yeah, in so, Mexico, right? but we'll get to that. We'll get to, <laughs> yeah, Mex- we'll get to in that. Mexico. Did, by the way, for those... Uh, who who did did everybody realize at one point while they're watching this movie that it was as if the earth shifted under them and suddenly they were watching a completely different Mexican horror movie that had been spliced in or was that did did That's you normal did you did the, you notice that I I, my I assume sense you noticed. of confusion was kind of over the entire movie yeah. so I had a hard time following the plot <laughs> yeah. as yeah. it was um so that makes a lot of sense it's just, it's, in what yeah. little sense there was <laughs> it's nice of them to make the movie so confusing that the <laughs> the part that's from another movie is just part of the confusion. That's there's a lot going on. Yeah. I, there, there's a lot of lore, you know, and, and I think that for me, so I'm kind of a big nerd about sort of uh, there are rules behind vampires and behind werewolves and different folks will use different rules. And a lot of times these old movies kind of established the baseline for those rules and for that lore and at least like that's gone forward with and so i'm so busy focusing on like ooh, uh is like is the werewolf gonna gonna have an issue with with uh with silver oh well no she's wearing a necklace that might very well be like sterling silver yeah it's very silver plate I was going to ask what what did you learn about werewolves from this movie? <laughs> what did, well, what, did, what well, I learned from werewolves about this movie is that Jerry Warren didn't know a lot about werewolves. That's yes, thank <laughs> you. See, because I'm sitting there like writing my little list of okay, now you got this wrong, and you got this wrong, and you got this wrong, and how is she eating with a silver spoon? This is yes. not okay. Yeah, good. that's good. I'm glad you were taking notes on this, Mike, and that'll be really important for the howling horror of Dracula cinematic universe that is not ever going to happen. Could have been stainless. So, so did anybody see this on uh, home video first before they were forced to tr- attempt to rewatch it? Oh, I'm just curious. Yeah. I I found it years ago, back when I first got into Mystery Science Theater. I was at like an Odd Lots or Family Dollar or something, and they had one of those like cardboard displays of you know ten DVDs for a dollar. You got the original DVD? Well, I don't know if Damn. it's the original DVD. It was like the public domain. Like it's not oh, a that. good copy. Yeah. It's I, I mean, it could have been like run off someone's computer, but it was the whole movie. And, no, and Jerry Warren, he burned that to DVD himself. <laughs> he might have. That's it. He might have. That and is entirely possible. It's terrible. And at one point, um, I, the the audio track actually does go into Spanish for about yeah. like five minutes. So you're a local country Dracula, I'm telling you. Yeah. But when I saw it on TV years before, see, that's why I bought it. I saw it years before on Creature Feature on Channel 44 at Tampa Bay. Mm. Yay. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Creature Feature, too. So I didn't realize you're from Florida. There was no Spanish. There was no Spanish in that version. So I don't know. When I watched it in the seventies with my dad, um, that it wasn't in Spanish then, but the other pressing that I managed to get from eBay, I guess it was Rhino Home Video. uh, That it's the same thing. There's the the Spanish. So maybe I don't know. Maybe it's the same. uh, Hmm. Maybe it's the same pirate thing. This is a movie that definitely needed to be pirated. Audience was calling it. out for it. I should say the, the version that we watched, we acquired from um, a press screening site or 
let's just say that yes a, a yeah. Yeah. somewhat yeah, shady totally legal internet site that was totally legit because totally we were watching legal. it for a podcast that works right that's legally binding isn't it uh-huh. so kathy and micah were you uh howling horror virgins so to speak <laughs> yeah this this was my first time seeing this film now it, it's interesting because i can remember and i'm uh, please no one groan uh i can remember watching with my grandparents lots of uh horror films whenever i was younger and like funny sort of uh who is it um oh goodness <laughs> who are the brothers and the and they like they hang out with the with the Wolfman and they hang out with uh, Dracula. Anyway, they're like these comedy <laughs> horror films, and uh-huh. I can't think of them right now. But anyway, right. I used to watch those, and so <laughs> I Stooges? thought I thought for sure maybe this would be you know in that list, but I don't remember this at the time. But it kind of you know it, it's in the spirit of those films, so I enjoyed it for that bit of uh, remembrance. Now I'm probably the only one here that actually saw it in the theater. But it doesn't really count because, and this is when I watched it, what I thought was the first time I found out that I'd seen it before because my parents had seen it and taken me <laughs> to the horrible, drive-in. Horrible no, no, I'd taken me to the drive-in. So I'm in a, like the oh, backseat cool. of the Studebaker. Oh, wow. In diapers because this, uh, this was in 58. And so this was in some stupid triple feature with God only knows what Corman fair or whatever. <laughs> and so I'm watching it uh, with, you know, Seymour Presents on KHGA in LA. And my dad, you know, my dad and I are just bored one night. And he goes, we've seen this. And then he told <laughs> me I had seen it before. So technically three times. So, so for me, I, I had no, um, I only knew this movie because i looked in a uh, reference book about so okay let me tell you the story again it's sort of like frankenstein island um i discovered <laughs> frankenstein island in the 80s in high school and um loved it in the sense of loving how terrible it was that was my <laughs> definitive like people have all their like definitive bad movie that was my definitive movie and what i realized when i saw the unearthly and uh you know other movies with john carradine in it i realized that john carradine really was the patron saint of bad movies for a for for many decades for and, generations and i went yeah. and i found one of those in in my high school library i found one of those like a uh, complete guide to movie whatever reference books where you could like look at or... i am yeah imdb before imdb existed somebody actually had to compile that manually and there was a list of the movies in there and there's lots of stuff that is just like i can't believe billy the kid versus dracula is a real movie or the cosmic man which we saw for rocket surgery <laughs> and then there's the howling horror of dracula which again it's just like yet another dracula movie and all that but that's all i really knew about this movie um and then with jerry warren you look at the filmography and uh, you know it, so many, a lot of filmographies for him just really talk about Batwoman and Frankenstein Island because I guess those are the worst ones. And MST3K the, the, did Batwoman high points, but um, I didn't. So I, I, um, I don't know. Man I had on my list was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, Man I just I had this bad. one on my list, and I just I, I had never not gotten to it until I had the brilliant idea to do it for this. And mm, there, sorry. there was one. Sorry, sorry. Um, I mean, speaking of like how he used to like buy films from other countries and cut them together and do weird things with them um i remember he put out well what was the name of the movie um i think it was um the animal people something about animal people uh it's gorilla woman right and well i i was watching uh watching late night uh one night and i saw this movie called space invasion of lapland and i saw that (laughs) title and i went oh my god i have to check that out it's a swedish film (laughs) turns out he bought that and turned it into the animal people. Of course he did. But well, I much prefer Space Invasion of Lapland. 
by the way, That's... it was Abbott and Costello that I was trying to think oh, okay. of. Oh, okay. Not, not related. No, just a no, comedy team. I see now. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. I, I sense, not to, not to be a little Deanna Troy here, but I sense some deflection <laughs> among the panel in that we have not actually talked about this movie yet, <laughs> um, except in broad terms, because it is a, a, a howling horror, quite frankly, to go into this thing. Um but we probably should. We should probably talk about what actually happened well, in the movie a little bit. It starts out with Dracula. <laughs> yeah, and then later there's a vampire. There's a howling that. horror. There's some and, howling and, and in there, there, although there was much well, less howling than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to well, agree with Kathy on that. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is going to be one of those every time we, you know, the, the, there's like a motif I was expecting, and we'd hear the werewolf howl a whole bunch. But yeah, a lot less howling than, than one would expect so, for well, something called the howling yeah. It's pretty, well, unless, until they cut in the other footage, it's pretty boring. It's like that dining room scene that lasts. I don't know. Like, I swear, the movie's only seventy minutes long, right? And it the feels like dining it's room like four hours. Like five, yeah, it, it seems more. like it lasts like for five minutes or more, right? So. <laughs> well, so so okay. It starts off. It's it's a dark and stormy night because everything bad happens on uh-huh. a dark and stormy night. And this carriage is rolling and rolling. It's kind of like a Roger Corman walking scene. It's just the carriage for the longest time, and this couple is having this kind of uncomfortable conversation you can tell something is not quite right and and their carriage breaks down right in front of a castle okay so (laughs) i want to say i want to say i i i'm going to defend this movie a little bit (laughs) surprise surprise already i think okay look this movie's bad but but um i think this is actually clever like okay you can it you can tell is, me if it's yeah. clever or whether it's just Zero Warren doesn't understand how Dracula's work, but <laughs> but you know Dracula traditionally like Dracula comes to the castle and and like in in like in Dracula he comes to London and to somebody else's mansion and all that and here oh, like this is the, the this is the Dracula home invasion movie right like Dracula the carriage is <laughs> well, broken basically. down in front of your castle how do you like it jerk and so that's that's what we get is it's a dark <laughs> I was and stormy just light dying to sleep they call on they count on the door and there's like a butler who I guess I mean. <laughs> I guess is supposed to be Renfield. I don't really know, yeah, but, but it he doesn't, doesn't matter. Laugh and he doesn't eat. It bugs sounds like and the stuff. Rocky Horror Picture Show right now. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. not. it's totally where they got yeah. the idea. Actually, you know, it oh. makes you wonder whether they got the idea from that, or whether uh, Mel Brooks uh, saw a part of this and went mm, for Young Frankenstein. Right? So, I, okay, so I, I, mean, I kind of I gotta say, are in just, all of these movies. Go ahead, Micah. Uh, I, I just got goosebumps whenever you said that because so you know <laughs> R.L. Stein walked across your grave is what happened just there. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm freaking out because now I'm th- I'm drawing so many parallels truly between this film and Home Alone, and the reason why. So, <laughs> well, Joe, right, is tell. anyone else freaking out right now? Like that's awesome because that's so, on, so right. on the nose, man. So right. when, on the nose. when Dracula starts to think <laughs> Dracula's that maybe, Home Alone, oh my god, he's Home Alone. <laughs> Oh, yes. And when he starts to think that maybe this person that's in the house is is possibly a werewolf and he's sort of setting up all these traps for her to try oh, and figure God. out, oh, you're right? a werewolf. I mean, like, that's right? why he uses that, like I mentioned earlier, the stainless steel spoon or the sterling silver spoon. 
and the, you know, oh, let me give you some jewelry and it's sterling silver. All of these things. It's like these little traps that kind of exist in the house while he's home alone. So this is my argument, right? This is my argument is that there is a clever, it it is incompetently executed, but there is a clever (laughs) idea here, which is what if Dracula was the victim of a home invasion by a horror movie monster, which is, I again, I think is an idea so insane that it probably was an accident because the it is executed so poorly but but yeah you you end up with dracula like so this is this is i should say this is catherine victor and a guy named steve conti who was also in a lot of these bad horror movies as count von helsing and his wife marilyn which is not a name that should Marilyn Van Helsing is not a name that should exist, but there it is. And they are trapped well, on a road. And, and uh well, of course. And uh and they are they they come to Count Dracula's castle and and they 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 are are ushered in by a Renfield-esque butler and then we end up with uh like they're taken in and 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 John Carradine is his stiffest uh, best, I guess, of as an actor, as <laughs> where he's like, I welcome you to my castle, and it's just come on. But uh, that's that's how this movie starts. Is is it's just going to be like a, a a wild night at, at Dracula's castle. <laughs> well, Dracula did play the consummate host, though. You know, he provided this great dinner, especially sure. for a Dracula who isn't going to you know yeah, be exactly. eating the food and yeah. just we know famously at the he doesn't drink wine. Oh, no, I'm right. not hungry. But, but that yet. scene, that scene is great because you know Dracula's thinking that he's got like you a know meals, meal. meals on wheels for a week here, right? Especially for a film made in 1958, this is really a, a woman's empowerment movie, right? Mm. Well, because yeah. the I mean, table, the tables turn. Unfortunately, the way they turn halfway through the movie doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, the other things are cut in. Thank you, Don, for pointing out the secret feminist undertones of the howling horror of Dracula, (laughs) by the way. Well, you know, it's like... Yeah, I, I mean, mean Marilyn, she she is she is a werewolf, right? So in the end, uh, fundamentally, this is a movie where uh, okay, is it feminist that um, that the strongest character in the movie is a woman? Um, maybe is it? But also, she's a monster and she kills everybody, right? Like, so yeah, but, I'm not yeah, sure like, how feminist that is to say. Oh, but the lady is a monster. So cool is the thing, and and there's still yeah. that three minute bikini scene. Which, you know, okay, fair, fair, I mean, fair, fair. that was unnecessary. But she chose to do Completely it. Completely unnecessary. She chose to do it. So this maybe. is why it's not feminist. Because yeah. of that scene. No. Yeah. Although I will intended. say anyone can make, I, I anyone that wants to remake that bikini, you know, I would probably <laughs> okay. purchase it. I have to ask well, Kathy and, and Jean. <laughs> Kathy, mid, Kathy and Jean, I have to ask you. Cool. So, so this scene, so they, they get to the, the manor and they're wet and, and they're in their coats and the Renfield guy is sniffing and grabbing at flies that aren't there and all of that stuff and they 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 before Carradine you know slowly walks down his staircase they are shown to their room uh, to Wait, freshen so up you didn't mention the huge fur coat i mean that's kind of on the nose that she's yeah. wearing oh that's, i hadn't really thought about that it's like it's revealing of that there's there's a like college essays to be written about the fur coat reveals that <laughs> sure is there truly a, hat to yes. a werewolf yeah, yeah. Um, so they're taken to their their chambers or whatever because the, the, nobody is more welcoming than Count Dracula, and um, <laughs> and then but then like 
there's like a fashion show. Like I don't understand well, why she well, it's, puts on like a bikini or is it is it a bikini? Well, is it a bra? Is it? So, I thought it was well, underwear. First, it's but, the bra. It's the bra I, underwear. Oh, I defend. I defer to Kathy because she's more. Uh, up I mean, it's fifty-eight. Well, I'm not sure. So, I mean, this obviously. I, I'm surprised this even was allowed to be there. It's quick. It's <laughs> fleeting, but it's super yeah. S- yeah. just salacious. Well, it's, it's because they. So my understanding and and belief and headcanon shall we say because of course this entire movie was just so confusing but I think that she because they have been traveling for a while I'm assuming by you know it breaking down and the the time and wherever they were coming from she was on vacation and so in order to properly unpack the clothes in the trunks until they can get the parts needed for the cart and horse or whatever's going on. <laughs> they, they, she needed to make sure that everything was unfolded so it's not going to wrinkle. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to make sure that everything is positioned the way that it should be is to try it it's on. Try it on. So sure. then, well, and yeah. you know, some things yeah. because of the way the cart broke down, the clothes, a lot of the clothes got wet. I mean, Dracula offers them, you know, fresh clothing and fresh food and a bed what? and all of this wonderful stuff. And so she also has to try things on to make sure they fit. You know, which thing is going to yeah. fit. Well, yeah, but Kathy, Kathy this is one of the reasons that this whole scene actually has much more rationale to it than the rest of the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, so I'm so glad that Jason asked me specifically yeah. about this one scene because everything uh-uh. else, I, 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 I don't know. I, I just really... think, see, now I, I want to see if Jean has a different opinion here because I, I, I simply read it as that Jerry Warren is a dirty, a dirty old man who wanted <laughs> well, to make Catherine Victor wear a, wear a swimsuit. Yeah. I think it's unintentionally feminist. Um, All right. Fair. Uh, fair. I mean, there are definitely, you know, in this genre and in this time period, um, movies that have women who go wild, <laughs> who have hmm. all these powers like that, you know, it's out oh, of the blue. Yeah. And, well, and and so, it's implied that, that Count von Helsing is kind of an older, uh, a little bit older. Not he's not elderly, but he's an older gentleman. And she's like a a little a younger wife. So there may be like, is she rebellious? Is she a handful? Yeah. Is is this a weird mismatch? That's sort of I, I sort of read that into that relationship. Yeah. Well, and I want to apologize for implying that it was uh, was feminist. That's you know that's well, not my. I, I feel like you could read my, it that way now, but I, I, I be, can't believe they I intended was trying to be it that funny, way. So yeah, I was trying to be yeah, funny. yeah. I don't think that was the original intention behind yeah. any of any of this no, i mean if you look at you know the rest of the movies in this like period <laughs> yeah. nope i don't think so it's but more of an accident really it doesn't mean that we can't enjoy them now for you know like the power that is imbued in this character yeah. um it's true. And, it's true. and how she has all these cool clothes yeah she's rebellious right she's she's not gonna be you know count von helsing is a super like fuddy-duddy but she's yep. she's not <laughs> she's a little more of a free spirit maybe i mean turns out really a free spirit in that she wants to grow hair and uh, bite people but uh <laughs> but, well does she really want to though or was yeah. she infected You're because right. that was something that they didn't really they have no backstory on the werewolf no, no we don't know we literally do not know anything about how she became a werewolf it's and just that's like another upsetting thing for me like as the 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 werewolf vampire lorist i don't know what to call it there are different kinds of werewolves and one kind is where you can like magically turn yourself into a creature and so you just so happen to take the form of a big dog there's the kind <laughs> where it's a curse that comes through like your family and mm-hmm. then there's a kind where 
you are you like wear an article of clothing so like her big fur coat that then sort of is is imbued with that magic and would turn her into the werewolf and i don't know which of the three she is i will say like the (laughs) most satisfying part for me watching this film um something that is true about vampires is that they do have to be invited in uh to a new place because of the threshold in the house and once you sort of establish you know uh a position somewhere and there's a threshold set up, then the vampire can't just simply walk through without hurting itself. And so my favorite part is when she orchestrates getting Dracula outside of his own castle <laughs> and he's like try he's trying to to sort of like get back in the house but not make it clear that he's a vampire, but she kind of knows he is and he knows she's a werewolf and has to orchestrate a way to get back in and ends up thank goodness. I don't know, not really thank goodness, but it's <laughs> happy that his butler is there to invite him back into his own <laughs> right. house. Or else he'd be stuck that's kind of cool. Cause yeah. that's, that's pretty early on, right? Like they wake up the next morning and they're looking for their host and they can't find their host. And where is he? And it isn't until <laughs> evening that they're like, Oh, it's, it's our, you know, and, and, and then they accidentally, they, they get, him outside and then he's stuck and oh it's such a weird I, I just movie. I mean traditionally they don't need to be invited into their own home this is Dracula's house he should be able but, to just walk in but Jerry yes. but Jerry but they, well, yeah, this, but yeah. that actually makes more sense than other things in, in, in the film <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that list. I thought was really weird is you know with the the you know the, the meal the night before in the dining room they start to play with this maybe because um uh, Van Helsing is an older fuddy-duddy not paying attention. They start to play with maybe the sexual dynamic between uh, Dracula and Marilyn, mm. which I'm sorry, just doesn't really work with Carradine. <laughs> no, no, he's no. just a, he's just as stiff as a board. He's like oh. a cardboard cutout of a Dracula. Uh, he's he's a. I mean, there is no that, John Carradine. I mean, he had many children, so obviously in his personal life he could have, he he had chemistry maybe with somebody, but not not in this movie, and not in I think any of the movies that I've seen him in. He is it's, so flat, it's so weird. And Catherine Victor's fine, but but um, I mean, for certain definitions of fine, but there's no. No connection between them at all they're doing this sort of like oh please enjoy my favorite yeah yeah but, exactly. well, and, and the oh, weird thing is like so Carradine bad. was a great stage actor he was taking like crappy roles to pay for money or to get money to pay for his theater work and you know he had this right. great and reputation his booze, and his booze, and his booze. But yeah, yeah sure well, booze is part of theater work I'm just saying and ah. you know <laughs> and, he's, and he's also in good movies where he's actually good and then you see him in things like the unearthly and this and it's like Oh, um, I mean, he, I yeah. mean, he so that, that dinner scene, it in a I whole mean, new definition. The dinner scene is the setup for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. right? So they, mm-hmm. they, they finally have dinner. Um, and we've got the Van Helsings and we've got uh, Count Dracula and it's the most awkward, weirdly staged dinner ever. Well, like um, he doesn't, yeah. I'm not sure. He like, doesn't want to eat. They're kind of mostly on one side of the table which is, <laughs> so that the camera can see them. Which is like, they, they, it's up against know, the fourth it, wall. It's just literally would, against the yeah, wall. They need the... You gotta, you gotta you gotta sit on the one side yeah. of the table so that we can be on the other side that's, with the camera. That's like right. a really strange sure. werewolf legend that we didn't know about. And and did did you notice like there are these shots of John Carradine and a mirror that yes. is like next to the table yes. and 
and were th- like the angles of those <laughs> shots there's no way that you would ever actually see john carradine in the mirror but were they implying that that we're revealing that yes. dracula is a vampire because he's not in the mirror because yep. that didn't work at all oh okay okay right yes okay yes saying i think you know, every course that comes out she's like count aren't you going to have anything oh i'm not hungry yet oh. i will be eating <laughs> later you know, but he drinks the like, wine, right? He drinks, he the, drinks wine, the wine, which is that I don't drink wine. Blood. It's not. It's probably blood. Yeah, yeah probably blood. Yeah. yeah. Anyone yeah. else know that they kind of overdid it on the foley? <laughs> like, I don't see how three people can cause that <laughs> oh, much glass clinking. A lot of mouth noises. A lot of mouth noises. I had I had to pretty much turn down the volume. <laughs> so I think what they're getting at there so bad. is that mm-hmm. Marilyn is ravenous, right? I think that's what they're trying uh, to do is that she right. is like digging oh, into the right. meat there. Now that is makes that sense. Because that she's that a carnivore. Sense. But it's not. I mean, but I, I see describing it that way makes it seem much more artful. <laughs> than it actually is in the movie. Yeah. Where well, it's, it's, again, it's on the nose. It's more I mean, artful than steak, the mirrors. Right? It was a steak tartare. I it, like again a little on the nose. Well, it's black with, and white, uh, so I yeah. can't really tell how that's done the fair. meat is. But <laughs> yeah. it was. But, there was a lot rare. of juices. She's voracious. Yeah. She's she's a hungry lady because she's actually a wolf lady. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, you know, I don't know the dinner, the, it's super awkward and there's the, you know, uh, to, to recap, like they, they, they had this conversation, there's the backstory and that they're, they're, they're going to a wedding and they, they are on the mountain pass and their, their, uh, carriage breaks down, which is, I don't know why they're in a carriage. It's presumably, it, is it the they 20th century the oil, here? I why? I don't even understand. I don't know when this movie is even set. Is it the, a I, mysterious like 19th century? I think it's like a mysterious but, 19th century although you can yeah. see like aerials in the in the distance in the background in the outdoor well, scenes i mean yeah. power lines but well, you know everything else they're dressed in <laughs> european finery and they're driving okay. in a coach all right. and yeah. all right so it's 19 yeah. i mean it's horse horse and buggy era so that's yeah. why they're there and then they're off and they're and they explain they're on their way to the thing and it's very very sad that they they haven't gotten to the wedding of the cousin or whatever it is that's there it doesn't really matter because they never get there um right. or do they but it, you know, or it's not part they? of. It's not really what the movie is about, right? And then you know, and and Dracula is super oblique about like his family's been here a long time, but there's that implication that it's actually him the whole time, and and that there used to be people who lived with him in the manor, but now they don't. Which is, um, I, if I were the Van Helsings I, and not like harboring my own secret, I would be pretty skeptical of why there's this dude and his creepy butler in this mansion all <laughs> by themselves. The, the thing I don't understand: oh, yeah. giant house. I never understood. Well, did he? especially especially when you see the stuff outside and you know there's mesquite sagebrush uh (laughs) you know in the background i mean the desert part of shot it yeah transylvania transylvania yeah the desert of transylvania the the thing i I think it was like west texas but sure it's transylvania exactly did did he pick the van helsing name intentionally because he doesn't do any of the Mm. van helsing stuff did he just go hey that's a cool name no, they just took a name from Dracula, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, like that's, that's so bizarre. It. Yeah, Michael, were well, you going to say the something? The other thing is, the nope. other thing is, oh, okay. his accent just wanders all over Europe. Oh well, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, like, what the heck is he trying to do there? So. Perhaps sometimes I sound like this, and then oh, my accent does not as much sound. And like other this. times I'm sounding sort of English. Thank you, Ken. As with that volume. Uh, boy, does he all dig No, Look, I do. Y- you wanted a Dracula. You got John Carradine. 
uh, you kind of move on with move on with your life. Um, <laughs> the dramatic anyway, eye zooms that, uh, that take place, like that's uh, for me. That's what I. That's for John Carradine. You zoom in on those eyes. Mm-hmm. He sort of does this creepy well, look, and, but it doesn't work on a werewolf. And we want, fool. Well, this is the thing. So in this scene, uh, you know, and we're spending a lot of time on the dinner scene, but it is sort of like the thing that after it's this, it's just kind of madness. Scene. For the rest of the movie, so so um, so Carradine <sighs> is sizing them up, and and I think as an audience, we're again I'm ascribing too much uh, care into this narrative, but as an audience, <laughs> we're sizing them up as victims of Dracula, and this is what it's going to be: is it's yet another horror movie where Dracula is, has has uh, has taken some victims who have chanced upon him, and now he's going to kill them, and we don't know yet that you know there's only hints yet that maybe that Catherine has a voracious appetite and that there's something about her, um, but it goes it goes on a long time and 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 then we get then we get the moment that is the the um only kind of augurs what's to come where we get our first flash quote-unquote flashback mm-hmm. in which uh in yeah. which uh, uh count von helsing tells a story uh to dracula who seems not that interested in it quite frankly <laughs> about the history of werewolves at which point we are in a very sunny <laughs> Mexico. This is where the luchador comes in. <laughs> where I mean, I mean, there's the longer one later, but here we get the we get that initial story, and it's like how werewolves started because everybody <laughs> wants to know that in the middle of a Dracula movie is how werewolves started, <laughs> and then we're you know we're in the hills in Mexico where there's like a wolf and a guy and uh, and he's mauled and then he kills people and 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 they're all dubbed in because it was it was literally taken from a Mexican horror movie about werewolves <laughs> that uh, he put in, in and, here. And, and, just me, was, and frightening because it was filmed all in daylight. Is it just me? Oh, yeah. Or do all the men <laughs> in the flashbacks sound like John Carradine? <laughs> you think? I, I think you know, so. I was wondering that. I th- because of course they couldn't have it be in Spanish. No, well, no, no. no. It's dubbed. It's dubbed in, right? That was and that was common yeah. practice at the time was to take a, a Mexican horror to save money. You take a, a Mexican horror movie and you license it and you redub it and you stick it in. Normally, you sort of stick it in. Uh, uh, like there's a framing sequence in English and then the rest of the movie is in the middle. This this movie, I don't even know what they're doing. It's like it's well, a fla- it's and, like a flashback. It pads the movie out. And the thing is, from its you know from sixty minutes to seventy minutes, I guess. But that's <laughs> about like it. Like I mentioned, the Luchador. Like he shows up for a split second in this scene, and you don't see him again in this sequence. You see him again, like in two other scenes later, also for like split seconds. I think it's just bad editing. But, but doesn't he have the best? He has outfit? the best outfit in the movie. I want to know more about that. Movie. I just wish the movie yep. was in colors so I could see what the color right. of that outfit and, was. And I mean, I mean, it's obviously yellow, bright yellow for. Part and in of the it, original right? Mexican, yes, uh, the werewolf and Dracula are are conquered by a luchador. But we don't yeah. we don't get I mean But that's not this that's not, that's a not thing this movie. In like instead movies, we right? get a lame dubbed in black and white version of the bright luchador right. and he he it is like seriously we're european gothic and now there's a mexican wrestler in this movie like I mean it's almost what? subliminal how he shows up cuz it's like there he is poop gone What's yeah. going on? Right. I think I think uh, just they sort of edited it around him yeah. but not really. Yeah. Not really. What it was is just this? overall one other tick to add to the list of confusion. I'll be uh-huh. honest. I think the actors in the Mexican movie are better oh, they are. than the actors in the English <laughs> no, language are. movie. I mean, like, that's by not hard. 
Yeah. The costumes were amazing right. too. Yeah. Right. It's like you know, they yeah. Really that, there's that, they, like, they it's like a go, it's like a romance novel or something like they, that. The yeah, the lady yeah. who gets killed is wearing a beautiful dress, and the man is super regal when he's kind of uh, ripped apart by a wolf. I mean, here's, well, here's the difference. I mean, ripped apart. Here's the difference. The people yeah. in the Mexican part of the movie don't look like they're in a hostage situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're excited yeah. about it. Well, and I was very disappointed, though, that they I couldn't seem to find any credit for the co- like I wanted to find out who did the costuming for the Mexican. Oh, yeah, yeah right. They, they and I couldn't the actor, find any they, information on it. Yeah, they have the actor credits in there for the Mexican um, but uh, movie, but nothing else. I'm trying to Moises. Yeah. Moises, Moises. Why isn't Moises me here? Ahoy. Oh. Uh, well, he sent me a whole background about this i'm trying to look it up now and and you know anyway it's it's uh he says he saw this movie and it was called mrs werewolf by the way i don't know i, I think they, keep, they kept changing the well, name they had to change of the, the movie name because Dracula. i kind of love that yeah, yeah mrs mrs. mrs werewolf i don't know uh, so uh, yeah he doesn't he doesn't have any information i guess about the about what what happened with that oh, what the what movie this was taken from because there were a lot of um mexican horror movies in this era in the 50s too that were then licensed to to the u.s well, and anyway so so the dinner scene the dinner quote scene unquote ends licensed go ahead yeah I, I said quote unquote licensed <laughs> i mean i i think well, some of these were just I don't have the receipts walked with off with which is why you know credits uh to answer your question probably are loose and not there it's a pity because it was probably a better movie than this oh, it thing certainly was. was well yeah. and you you did mention uh-huh. the the one that it was the the lady werewolf versus dracula i can't remember the spanish for it already senora loba contra dracula thank you i'm telling thank you, you. Yes, that the, the irony yeah. is that was a different movie entirely that's not the movie he bought and then cut oh. up no no that's that's the that's the this move so okay let me explain because moises did do this research okay, for me because okay. i think he saw this at, a, at, like you, a, at like an alamo draft house or something the story is that this movie which contains a mexican movie dubbed back into english was then taken and dubbed into spanish and shown in mexico as senora loba contra dracula um, which i like to imagine the mexican audience sitting there looking at the clips with the luchador and going what the hell like, i thought i saw second. this movie already right <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't even. Oh boy. Okay. Um, are we done? Are we done with the dinner? Are we done with the banquet yeah, yeah, scene? Let's, let's, oh, let's get yeah, to the next day where they're looking for the him through the castle, kind, and it's it's a classic yeah. Corman walking scene where nothing is happening. Yeah, Dracula's yeah. nowhere. Is he in here? They're like, where, no. Yeah. Is he in here? Yeah. No. Is he in here? You just said that. <laughs> He's not in there either. Stop. I mean, it. the the butler tries to get them things, but they're you know she Marilyn is they're, they're super stressed out, and the butler keeps saying, um, "Yes, yes, we're working on your on your on your, on your uh, carriage, carriage, no, but no, you're no, going to have to be count, here another day." The count has and she's upset. Out. He's he's fine. You don't need to find him. Yes. And but that, you get that moment where right like this is this is how we realize exactly what's going on here is she has that um, she has that moment where she's like uh, but the mo- but the moon you know it, it, the full moon is coming and um, mm-hmm. and he tries to uh, comfort her there's like no chemistry there mm-hmm. at all but oh, it, no, this is the terrible. big our big reveal that that there's something going on moon a moon related thing is about to happen i wonder well, yeah, what be- it could be yeah because the but, but later on like, she turns and they, they don't even show the full moon so it goes back to the mythos like what does she need to turn it's obviously Again? not the moon right I mean, they could have okay, cut to a moon Mi- micah uh wolf wolf lore <laughs> micah this is this is where That's i have to my cousin think wolf. that it is the 
<laughs> yeah. Wolf Wolf Lore and Wolf Blitzer are I think uh twins. But um <laughs> yeah. I I this is where I have to think that it has to do I I'm obsessed with that coat still. And I, I when you said that I thought Bingo, that's got to so, be it. It's okay. got to be the so, coat. So, like, she has to have the coat. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, like, that's one, one of the ways because, that you can have, like, a magically charged she, object. You put it on it? and you turn into the, right. the wolf. And so yeah. that yeah. that coat that she has. Oh, and, oh that, that, explains, they, that explains why they tell the whole story about how she got the, ho- the coat. It, I mean incompetently but that that's got to be it right <laughs> yeah. it's like that the they code is cursed in some way code, right? or was a yeah. or was a wolf or was an angry wolf or was a werewolf was i don't a know wolf. like but mm-hmm. that 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 explains why okay well i mean nothing is explained in this movie because this movie is <laughs> no, awful so, you know, okay I'm, I'm buying your theory here micah is what i'm they're saying they're walking through I, they're when you said that i totally bought that that's got to be it because because that explains not that you would credit the editor with a great job here, mm. but that's probably explains why he didn't do the cut in with the the moon later on because he didn't need right. to. Yeah, right. She doesn't need it. It's kind I don't of know. Yeah. So I don't know. Is it is it that clear? Because I mean, they were really concerned that there's a full moon. Is it well, like you got to have a full moon and a coat? Is but that see, what's going on here? So a full moon can well, bring out the maybe, full power. Maybe you have thing. to have a full moon, a coat, and a lucha. I don't, I don't know. know. Hmm. Because by Regardless, the time we get to this point, and you know, Carradine wandering around with the worst set dressing behind him. <laughs> like, where the heck is that? He's literally you know, walking through the same room like five times with like a different yeah, exactly. like a Barbera cartoon. We, like a Scooby-Doo. Yes, we like have clearly right? left we have clearly left you know, any kind of story or point uh, to things yeah. uh, then. So. We're in the Scooby-Doo phase. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, this movie would have been there for a long do. time too. Um, a very, and a very a long time. So, you know, they're still hunting Ooh. for him, and you know, they're like, and and Renfield keeps saying, "Oh no, he stepped out. He stepped out. He's fine. He stepped out." And then she sees his carriage and says, "Isn't that the count's carriage?" And Renfield is like, "Yes, no, get yeah, no, no." <laughs> and they're like, "Hmm." And then yeah, nothing so, happens. By, by the way, who played? Because I, I, I don't know. I don't remember who played uh, Renfield because oh. I, I, I didn't look it up because that is the one decent performance. Ironically from, enough, well, you're, you're, the, it was um, English speaking cast. It was Ed Wood's dentist who looked like Bella. No, no, Glenn. <laughs> is that you? I think you're being very generous. I totally that. I think you're being very generous, but I think. <laughs> Let me. I'm looking it up on IMDb here. It's on IMDb. I think it's Steve. I think it's Steve Brody oh is the name of the guy who oh. was in a bunch of. Uh, he was in Chips. Yes, um, yes, and yes, Death yes, yes. Valley Days, and he was in some really bad uh, movies in the in the late science oh, fiction oh, theater. You, you can. S- Okay, I can recognize it because I'm old enough to remember this. I can recognize him underneath that bad makeup then. Yeah, well, I mean, you don't have to recognize him for long because, you know, the next thing that happens, of course, is that Renfield is torn limb from limb by a a werewolf in a a non-dramatic, non-exciting scene where there's some screams and John Carradine is seen like... Again, admiring paintings that he's presumably looked at for hundreds of years, and then there's a dead body on the floor. It's not like for a horror, horror movie. It the death of poor Butler, maybe Renfield, is um, 
is very sad. But <laughs> what's odd to me with that is like one of the first good howls in the film. It doesn't happen like when Renfield is killed. It happens when Dracula happens upon his right? butler. That dramatic zoom of like there's a dead body and then there's Ow! a howl in the background. And it's like why wasn't the werewolf howling? Well, the howl is attacking? Howl is when and the zoom happens because the werewolf is a flare for the dramatic. <laughs> right. Clearly, and then, and then you get maybe my favorite line in the whole movie, where he's looking at Renfield and he goes. Well, I guess the butler didn't do it. Oh, <laughs> that's I like almost out clever. loud. Almost is that? Clever. I mean, it's, it's almost mm, funny. Mm, but but I really, Carradine's the only guy who could deliver that right, line. right? <laughs> and he didn't do it no. well. That's right. the problem. Is the, yeah. the butler? Oh, the butler! I guess he didn't do it. He's I, I, John Carradine is clearly not aware that it's even a joke, right? Like he's I oh, he's totally committed to here. it. Yeah, he believes the butler. It. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. And then you know it, it is. It, it's like, is there going to be a murder mystery now? Because there's really only two other characters it could be. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, if they if they wouldn't have tried to make it straight, if they would have played more of the film, like the dinner scene, the uh, the uh, the so-called banquet scene, if they would have played it more for laughs and actually cut it for that instead of uh, trying to cut it badly as, you know, that, yeah. um, as a horror film, like there, there, there's it a might funny, have actually worked. There's a funny, there's a clever, funny version of this movie. I'm going to just say it. I think there's a clever, Ooh. funny version of this movie. Uh, like the ideas in this movie that has just not been made. Like well, and, it, it, again, you know, oh, I agree. I, it just gets, it gets, it, it turns out it's just kind of a schlock horror movie. But it's like, oh, but oh, that that could be funny. No, I mean, somewhere in no. the fourth. Or yeah, fifth. there's there's potential in this in this plot. Like, so when I read the synopsis before watching the movie, like I do, because I like spoilers. It I sounds like a lot better than the actual movie, doesn't it? <laughs> it, does. it does. I was, I, so I hope that somebody will take this and maybe make a good version of this whole <laughs> idea right. of like, it could be Rocky a Kickstarter. Horror, let's just start, let's, let's start the Howard Horror Dracula Kickstarter well, right now. Like, yeah. like Little yeah. Shop of Horrors, right? It, I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. Got, even turn it into a musical. <laughs> like it, you can yeah. see Rocky Horror things in this when the, maybe mm-hmm. the fourth or fifth time i watched it all i could think was Wait, i know what? I, five times four I, have it, fifth I have it on dvd come I on i was gritting David. my teeth going through that stupid dvd <laughs> zoom in enhance but, but <sighs> the fourth or fifth time i watched it all i could think was you know thinking about these are these are not bad ideas imagine what hammer could have done with this can you see the hammer horror version of this with the female werewolf sure. going and killing yeah, dracula the, mm-hmm. In fact, they practically yeah. did it because the the Dracula Hammer Dracula movie was released in the U.S. as the horror of Dracula, oh, so it's well, practically see. the howling horror of Dracula already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you know, yep. put some yep. good actors in it. Peter Cushing, come on, yeah, Peter Christopher, Christopher Lee Cushing in the John Carradine <laughs> part. Can you imagine? Oh, oh boy. Oh boy, and literally anyone else but Catherine Victor is Marilyn. <laughs> I would also yeah. have been. Uh, that would have been that would have been good. All right. Uh, well, you know, think, oh, of, think, of what Cor- think of what Corman could have done. Yeah, with oh, Corman would have had a yeah. blast with it. Although, I mean, because he because see, yeah. that's the thing. There are so many walking scenes and and driving car- carriage scenes, and you're like, this is a Roger Corman film. And then you you watch a real Roger Corman film, and you go, oh, it's not even that good, right? Can no. you think what <laughs> yeah, Corman exactly. could have done with the walking in this <laughs> this movie? Okay, oh. so um, so we get our big, we get our big dramatic. John Carradine, the butler didn't do it, but he's very sad about his butler dying, and um, <laughs> and uh, you know, Count My von Helsing friend. is like, 
who, who I, as far as I can tell, his first name is literally is Count because he's never <laughs> referred to as anything but Count von Helsing in this entire movie. Um, but Marilyn he, calls him Count. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's his. It, clearly, that My is his name. He is Count. His name. Count. He's not an actual Count. He's yes. not is, appeared. Or he's Count Count von Helsing, <laughs> which I can like. Which is better. Which my, is more exciting. My father Ooh, was I Count only... von Helsing. You can call me Count. <laughs> Please. <laughs> One <laughs> von Helsing. Two I von Helsing. Count. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Oh, oh it could be. Uh, it could, uh, that's the headcanon is accepted there. Um, anyway, so he is now defending Marilyn because uh, he uh, he knows obviously knows the tor- horrible truth here, which is that she is a werewolf, and uh, and he's talking to Dracula about this in a fairly unconvincing scene where he's like, "Oh, it's such a tragedy that your thing." And Dracula is beside himself with the death of his of his butler, and um, this scene went on a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're trying oh. to humanize the vampire I and sort of make us feel what are they for doing? the vampire, but you. you like, but it's John Carradine. You're gonna feel for John Carradine, not <laughs> no, really. We're feel yeah, but again, but, but again, that's a gem of a really interesting idea here, right? right? Yeah, it, he's lonely. It, it is, and his it, one it's undercut by the fact that he then hypnotizes him and and bites him and and kills him right in like in that scene. And, I, and can I, we talk? Why didn't he turn him into his new butler slave? Why did you kill him? He does need a new butler. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, do you think he knows that Marilyn is a werewolf at this point? Oh, does no. he, or, or does he think that Van Helsing is oh, a werewolf? Yeah, I, I, think I think he knows. He probably, so in any can, any, now I, I hate to step on Micah's toes here, but as a, <laughs> uh, you know, having no, read all of the Twilight <laughs> books and seen all of those movies, I'm very aware that vampires and werewolves not only do they hate each other but their sense of smell and like mm-hmm. one of the characteristics is that they can usually identify someone of the other species i'm not sure john Carradine can smell anything oh that's true I mean, <laughs> the scripts he, picked. he does those no, I tests agree. the remember? twilight version of this would be totally different. you know when, oh my God. when we watched it, well john Carradine would be much shinier for sure when we watched it the kids were like team Marilyn, no, no. team no, gene, dracula gene, gene go, go on with that riff on that what would be different Oh, sparkling! What would be different? <laughs> the Twilight, yeah. Twilight version of this movie. Oh, I want to go there. And they'd be much younger. They would, they would all be like eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Played by yes. They would all be hot. Fifty and years old. Well, and well, well, no. You you mentioned uh, Twilight, but this always uh, also reminded me of the tension between. Um, the uh in like underworld right the underworld I, oh Anybody yeah yeah, yeah. Another I, just, the, yeah I just want to take a second the people in twilight are supposed to be hot okay they're all hey, hot we are not having this conversation this is not unjustly maligned we're moving that's on a, this is rocket surgery that's a different you know. rocket surgery episode <laughs> david yeah. oh. and on we we also so another thing that would change it is canon that all werewolves are bisexual and all bisexual people are werewolves so yes oh, indeed i am a oh, werewolf. Yeah. um yeah and so that would also be uh, a difference in in a modern retelling yeah. of this well, film that would, yeah, perhaps yeah, also there would probably be more than one female character in the movie yes, <laughs> yes. because yeah. it's yes. hard and she would probably it's, have more than a you know a, an eighth of the lines in the entire film <laughs> well, well, to, to be fair oh, i don't know about that. it's mostly there just are biting female and, characters in the intercut 
Mexican oh, in Mexico. Flashback. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, that's you're right. true. You're right. To be fair, that's true. you're right. It's we just the English version that has are. four people in it. Yeah. Do you count? Does a, does a scream count as a line? I don't know for like. <laughs> yes. For, for Bechdel rules. For, they have for, for tax purposes. Bechdel test yeah. purposes. It yeah. does a is a scream conversation that's not that about a man in the movie. I. Mm, that's a good question. Yeah. Well, the luchador is a man, so maybe true. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. So, so yeah. So Count Van Helsing, he buys it here. It's, uh, it's, and Dracula has to feed. So we, we, there's no, there's no characters left other than in Mexico, uh, <laughs> at this point. So we know we're going to get our showdown between Dracula and, and Marilyn. And, you know, when it comes, we finally get that moment where after wandering through the, the, um, the mansion a little bit. Um, and I think it's, it's a nice, it's a nice moment, sort of, I guess that, that, uh, Marilyn, I guess in the daytime is all alone in the mansion and she doesn't try to leave. Cause I guess that's an, it's on kind of moment of like, she's not going anywhere cause she knows what she needs to do. And Dracula mm. has disappeared wherever he goes in the, in the nighttime. And so then she gets a chance to wander endlessly through the halls of Dracula's castle, but fortunately she's accompanied on her endless wandering through the halls with a comprehensive history of murderous werewolves in Mexico. <laughs> so, and then we get our, our whatever it is, 10 minutes of the, the true tale of another werewolf who is clearly not her in any way in Mexico, uh, r- destroying a village and, and fighting with a Mexican wrestler. I, I right, but again, they keep this cutting is to back to her in these weird reaction shots where she's like, yeah, I mean, it's obviously she's dreaming or, or daydreaming or thinking or flashing yeah. back to when she was a werewolf in Mexico. A werepup. A werepup. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I but, like to think but that this it's, is as it's much sort of like as a family. counts for continuity, right? <laughs> If if it's you know the Van Helsing family and and somebody has to quote unquote take up the coat, um, then perhaps they spent a oh, period okay. of time in Mexico. Mm. And, and I you know I'm probably giving more to this to the movie than is actually there. But probably. I kind of <laughs> like to think of her sort of you know you think about uh, there are different again sort of different lores depending on what creature you're talking about, where part of the the magic is that you also kind of take on the memories of right. that thing, right. that mantle, so to speak. And so I could see like, you know, you wear the coat, you also have all of the memories of the werewolf that's been, you know, going through time. And so oh, that's kind of how I took good. her sort of daydreaming about things as she's God, sort of why like, didn't they say that in the film? That actually makes sense. Know. Um yeah. <laughs> I have several different lures in my house. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You do. Yeah, I was wondering. A very that one took me a second. Yeah, the yeah. you know this is the and and I'm not sure if the Mexican horror movie, which we don't even know the name of it, <laughs> is trying to do a Frankenstein thing here. But there's that thing where the werewolf comes across the kid by the sh- by the shore of the right? lake. Surely that is some oh, yeah, you know several be. levels deep a reference to to Frankenstein that happens. But but the werewolf doesn't kill the kids. I guess werewolves like kids or something because it just ki- it kills they, like literally everybody else in that little Mexican well, town. Well, the kids, but the kids the are fine, and the wolf goes, "Oh, you want to play?" And it's a cute little maybe sweet she's little the, maybe she's the kid. Maybe maybe Marilyn <sighs> was a kid in Mexico and then oh, grew up. Right. Right. No, that's not. No. It's totally can't be. What <laughs> no, it was? That was I, I think that was a boy campy. too. But it's I don't think it was a girl. Yeah. But like, I'm trying here. It's, I'm trying. It's head campy. Yeah. <laughs> we want to believe. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that would make a uh, that would make a lot more sense. And I must say that <laughs> whole scene. Yeah, yeah it would. No, no, that would the make a lot more sense. But I must yeah. say that that scene, uh, the scene from the Mexican film, is actually filmed very well. I mean, compared to everything in the Mexican yeah, film, yeah, is yeah, no, it's a better director. Like the Mexican yeah, horror movie a was a much better director, director much more competent. Yeah. The, the difference in shadings, just they had more actors. The they got to shoot in the yeah. daytime and not on sets. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I mean, they actually did, you know, camera movement. <laughs> so it was like, it's like it was as, a as movie. opposed to the I angle mean, of that, the mirror, I, not I'm, showing John Carradine's reflection. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, you want to talk exactly, about cameras? So. Fine, cameras. Yeah. Yes, they're better at cameras in the Mexican uh, yeah. movie than they are in this thing. Sure, Don. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, they're better at everything. Literally everything, <laughs> including cameras, in the Mexican yeah. version of this. Well. The thing is, this is the last, this whole section is, the for me, the last good part of the movie. Because after this, you come back and, well, you, uh, yeah. you know, you, you were getting the description. It's kind of like, eh. Okay, mm. so the, the, we get the showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to jump ahead. This painful ahead. Plot, yeah. plot synopsis, I, I can't go on. I'm going to just uh, sum <laughs> it up. Uh, yeah. they, we, we, get really we, get our, we get our moment. We get our moment where she is musing on the dead body of her husband i guess but she's a werewolf what does she know and you know it's nighttime she's a werewolf dracula is is out of wherever he is we never really see he just vanishes in the daytime i guess this movie wants somewhere and and so in we're back in the dining room probably in his coffin and we get the, the big day. yeah the co- we, we never, never see, see the coffin the coffin, the coffin would have cost uh, money. they probably no didn't crib. have budget for a They're, coffin coffins no, are expensive fair. yeah no. yeah john carrie he's didn't in have his a budget trailer for a door either for him to go through you know to a crypt or something like that there's nothing like that uh, all right, so they yeah. get their they get their uh, their their showdown, and of course she's a, a werewolf, so all she can do is howl. Which is I maybe that's the howling horror is that is that I werewolves guess. can't talk; they maybe, can only howl maybe, when they're maybe werewolves. He's scared of loud um, noises. Well, they don't have the lips necessarily to oh, really enunciate so, words. So we get the scene where John Carradine Ew. basically is is having a one-sided conversation with a werewolf, with a, okay, <laughs> with a man in a costume, with a man in a wolf suit. It's not yeah. Catherine Victor. It is a dude in the most cut-rate wolf costume you could probably rent in wherever they shot this movie. Again, better in the Mexican footage, the werewolf costume oh, yeah, there, it, which really oh, is yeah. not good to then show their horrible yeah, it, version. It, it, it's not no. great, but, it's, but that's but, why this part is so But the funny thing is, is he's daintily dressed to make it look like, you know, Marilyn. Yeah, oh, sure. With the, with the rags on. Oh, right, sure, so. sure. But, I mean, it's clearly not her. It's like two yeah. feet, or, well, not two feet, like six inches tall or something. But it's it's, yeah. it's not the, and, and the body language and all of that. And then we get the one-sided conversation where John Carradine is <sighs> is like detailing the history of vampires and werewolves, like their, their legendary connections. And I, I didn't even understand what he was saying there. It was a very long speech about the I history of our, our two peoples have always been adversaries or something, which is not yeah, ever yeah. addressed in the movie before this moment. So is that yeah. I'm going to go back to Micah there. Is there any actual history between vampires and werewolves or is that just kind of made up for this movie? Well, so it depends on, you know, sort of where you where you sort of decide to plant uh-huh. your your quote unquote faith in, yeah. in werewolf and vampire. <laughs> not this lore. movie. That's what I choose. Uh, 
Right. Yeah. So there doesn't have to be beef between the two, but it's just often that they're beefing because, uh, where vampires are not able to drink the blood of werewolves and survive. And so if you have werewolves and vampires in the same uh, populace, the vampires are looking to get blood and drink people. The werewolves also need to eat. But if you, if the werewolves turn a bunch of people into werewolves and the vampires have less food. And so it's kind of just, they are natural enemies, but not necessarily like predators of one another. Right, they're like ecological competitors. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's, that's so with this, this is That's a very talky, one-way, boring showdown between two ecological competitors, which is, I'm sure, what Jerry Warren was thinking when he shot this scene. Ecology, and and, and then we get our uh, our our moment of of battle in which um, they both make sort of gestures at each other <laughs> without actually fighting. Right. Cliff and Norman start going, oh, cat fight, cat fight, oh, kitten fight, kitten fight. I mean, Carradine is kind of like <laughs> sweeping his arms. Like, is he is he going to turn into a bat? He never does. He's got a cape. Um, it's like Godzilla versus Mothra. It, the werewolf I wonder lunges. if, like, they it, had planned this epic battle because, of course, you know, werewolf is could be a stunt person and it would be easy enough. And either Carradine was just like, nah, I don't want to do it. Or maybe they, like the person that they hired for the fight choreography was like, nope, I don't well, want to be associated. They did enough where the werewolf like jumps on the table and it knocks over a bunch of, of, yeah, of like plates and, and stuff who look very much like the cheap plastic replacement for the glassware that was in the other scene, right? Because they didn't oh, want to yeah, actually break obvious. glasses. They didn't have the money for that. So they just, but well, it, it does that. They didn't have the money for another set either. No, apparently. oh no, that's why they're in that, that, that dining room is there's literally nowhere else they could possibly shoot it and they bought that that tablecloth so they could shred it so the the werewolf does a lot of property damage i wonder if that's really the werewolf's game here if her game is to uh just uh uh wreck up a bill to dracula let me ruin your service yeah yeah, so she she maybe she doesn't want to actually murder any like well, I mean, obviously she did murder somebody, but like she doesn't actually she wants to make him suffer as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah, so then, I then love so that we get that and, and there's a lot of back and forth and he's like, "No, what are you doing?" and all of that, but it's like it's all kind of cut back and forth and it's pointless. And then you know, the the moment that we all we're waiting for in this movie for the climax of the movie which is cut to the dead body of her husband laying in the foyer of the of the uh of the of the mansion as we hear screams and howls from off camera <laughs> as the yeah. actual fight goes on and are we supposed to i don't know what i'm supposed to feel about the dead husband we that was like five scenes ago she, she's uh, not, he's still dead she's not sure what she feels about the dead husband oh right oh. kind of just you know you got to have a, a person with you to make sure that you are taken care of mm. after you come back to yourself yeah and also and we so can't afford like to a, actually have a fight so we're just going to show the 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 guy and play some sound effects while while the actual fight goes on 
Um, yeah, they're kind of disposable, I guess, is what I'm saying. Her, at, her sort of person. Yeah. And that leads to our shocking conclusion uh, <laughs> of this movie, uh, which I took took maybe took everybody by surprise. I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I will see how you all felt about it. But the shocking conclusion, where we cut back to the dining room and we see that both <laughs> the werewolf, or well, I mean, the werewolf slash uh, Catherine, because yeah. she sort of. Or sorry, Marilyn. Sir Catherine Victor, <laughs> Marilyn, uh, sort of like dissolves back into uh, herself from the guy in the wolf suit and John the most Carradine. Expensive scene in the movie, and they're both yeah, it's like well, three dissolves. Yeah, three dissolves. Um, uh, and they're they're both laying kind of together, arms around each other's necks on the floor, apparently both dead from this battle that we didn't see. And then and and I want to well, you so know, okay, I, here's my question. Okay. So, so right. you yep. see this? Let me. Uh, you let me pull hear. back, right? And it cuts to a shot of the outside of the castle, and the castle's on fire. How is the castle on fire? Well, a, <laughs> they knocked over who, the candles. candles. Yeah, the candles on oh, the table I, that were no, waxed but it's like of stone. Oh, I don't know. And it, that's he's, so he's doesn't totally need right. to make sense. They were not right? lit. No, of Those course candles not. were not I have watched lit. it four so or five times. The set decorator was lit. <laughs> so the, 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 big, the big twist, of course, here at the end here, which, again, is not set up in the movie and is completely pointless, <laughs> is that is that uh, uh, Marilyn stands up and puts on, instead of the fur coat, she puts on Dracula's cape. Right. And I have to add, and that's the, literally, it's the end, and then it fades out, and that's the end of the movie, like we're supposed so, to be happy. So what does that even I, mean? I want to ask all of you. Is she so a vampire wild. now? She's a vampire. <laughs> it's so wild. Okay, I do, so again, <laughs> I just kind of you if, know, you, if you kill Dracula, do you take his power? Just question mark, question mark, no. question mark is all I have in my notes at that point because I don't know what's happening. I'm just so happy you. Took I don't notes. know. I love that you took notes. Okay, so Micah mentioned what, what how happened? like the 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 fur coat was kind of the embodiment of the werewolf. It's the yes, of the werewolf. Well, again, but with in theory so, and not actually in the right, movie. Right. <laughs> so in theory, though, however, what if instead of uh, Marilyn being like just a werewolf, she's like a shapeshifter type thing okay. who embodies, you know, the whatever personality is in the coat that she. This chooses. is a better so movie than decides, the one we watched. This is great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, she's deciding I, I don't want to be a werewolf Ka- anymore. Kathy, so I'm I am kill totally buying this. Yeah, I'm totally right? buying this. I this is now. Makes, Has she been a mummy before? Is she going to be a Godzilla later? What she's she's just like, like no, really no, easy no. to become a mummy. Can you know, imagine the franchising? Like the you could have a whole series about Marilyn oh, and the, you know right? the howling horror of Dracula. So then we have the biting something of Godzilla, or uh-huh. you know we we the transition bandi- bandaging horror of the mummy, something yes. like that. Well, no, the bite. So like we have the howling horror of Dracula. So it has the werewolf of vampire. So mm-hmm. the next movie would be the vampire of blank. So right, the, the blood sucking terror of the mummy. Yes, yes, exactly. Which was not a movie so that I, was actually made. That was just our... That's just no, our that would be amazing. <laughs> we're writing that one right now. I mean, what, if, what if it was no. all the howling horror of the mummy? No, Kevin, the howling, her, her name is the howling horror, 
Right? Oh, like the Thin right. Man. It's not actually the guy, but they uh, make him right. the guy after all. That could be the house So again, think, again, is she is she a vampire at the end of the movie? Is that is that what we're supposed to believe here? I think here? so. Is, I vote or does she yes. just get to own the house? Maybe she just likes his cape. <laughs> I don't think so. I, oh my I god, think, she I just think wants the think, house. Gene, you I think Kathy's got to the nut of no, it here that she is a vampire. She's a vampire because there's very specific like Things pr- processed for becoming a vampire. So she's just like taking his, his cape but, as a power move, that, and maybe his real think, estate too. Yeah, taking the cape is a power move, and All and right. she doesn't need ah. to be a vampire. She can now. She can take over the entire castle. But anyway. the castle's on fire. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, <laughs> Mm. Well, it's made of stone. That's so. the other part. It's made of stone. Now, I just hope she doesn't use her coat to try to smother out the fire because no. then she might She's lose totally the She's totally using the cape, Micah. She's losing the cape. She's losing the cape. The final indignity of Dracula is his cape is going to get burned putting out the fire. So, is this really just. Gene, do you think the. You said it's a power move. So, wrapping herself. And Dracula's power is like affirming that she won. Essentially, that's uh, what we're supposed to think. Totally, yes. It's not. It's like it's not. Oh, I became a vampire. It's that. I have vanquished my uh, uh, my foe, who is bad mouthing all of us werewolves. I, I don't well, know. Okay. Like, I mean, I, just, just I think she's like a vampire at the end, but you know, maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, I'm going to sign on to the to Micah's theory here that she's just. She's just uh, dunking on Dracula. <laughs> dunking on Dracula. This is uh, it's 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 you know Darwin would celebrate this. It is two uh, competing species sort of battling it out for. I mean, because now the mountain pass, this source of food that Dracula has had this whole time, he's out of the picture. She gets to use uh, you know, the the number of people that come through and and break down. And maybe now <laughs> she doesn't have to go out and like be in the cold when she wakes up from her werewolf form. She can just be uh inside the the castle and sort of deal with the food there. Or you know, eat eat her eat her necessary food there. Mm. So I kind of just I love the idea of this is my castle now you lost and i'll be a werewolf and i'll you know I, i've got things under control now she needs a renfield though she doesn't have like a servant so True. she's gonna have to may yeah. i suggest may i suggest the luchador <laughs> yes. so bring him in from the other movie just slide him in and have you be the butler and that is a movie i want to see is that the mummy's carriage breaks down in front of the mansion and comes to the door and yes. a luchador answers that would be the most amazing movie ever but that would alas. be incredible yeah, it's only going to be live in my you, dreams. And did you realize at this point we have actually been talking about this movie for a Oh, we just passed the Yeah, we, minutes, we have yeah, passed the, the runtime of these, 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 these just uh, amazingly uh, like gold 70 minutes of this fine movie, The Howling Horror of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, Don, <laughs> I'm going to take you at your word there. Um, let's. Wrap it up because I don't think the world needs more thoughtful consideration <laughs> of the Alligator of Dracula. Uh, we've done our job, which I again apologize to everybody for. I want to go around for some last thoughts. Last thoughts about this movie I made you all watch. Uh, at least we've had some laughs in trying to understand what in the world we just saw. David J. Lore, do you have any final thoughts about the Howling Horror of Dracula? I, I just, I, I can't believe I've spent so many. 70 minute periods of my life watching this thing but i really do kind of want to play with some of the ideas in it 
Now that now that we talk, I, about I look him. for I look forward to the Howling Horror of Dracula stage play yeah. by David J. Lord. Just <laughs> please, I, let it, me I think the rights money. are available by which that's the by which I mean part. it's in the public domain and nobody cares. So yes, go ahead, <laughs> um, Don Melton. Uh, any final thoughts about the Howling Horror of Dracula? I, I really hope someone out there can let us know what that movie that they sucked in the Mexican <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you know the, yeah. the original no not, not, I want to watch that right. movie because yeah with the luchador it's yeah, probably, no, that, that's probably a, yeah. a way better movie and not yeah. not Senora Loba contra Dracula which is the no, movie that they redubbed back into Spanish but the original source yeah. movie I'd love to hear about that that's absolutely right that, that would be I want that movie I would um, watch willingly, possibly, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, well, I watch it's this. It's got to be better than it, this it, one. It, it's true. It's true. You're not wrong. Uh, Gene McDonald, any final uh, howling horror type thoughts? <laughs> well, I I was very intrigued uh, for a female werewolf. That was something I haven't seen, you know, in uh, my horror movie watching uh, mm. experience. And I... You know, of course, it was a bit of a letdown, like anything that was really like uh, empowering about it was completely by accident. But uh, still, it was it was fun and it was fun to talk about it with y'all. Yeah, I think that's the one. Thank you. That is the redeeming thing about doing this, that that in my guilt, in the depth of my guilt, as I watch a movie and go, what have I done? What have I done? I think, well, we'll get some laughs out of talking about it. There's at least that. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's what I try to, that's what gets me to sleep at night. Kathy Campbell, final <laughs> thoughts about the howling horror of Dracula. I came into this having no idea what happened, but now I, <laughs> I still, well, don't I still know. have no idea, <laughs> but I have a better idea of what I'm imagining actually happened. Thanks to Micah and the coat thing, but also talking it, <laughs> talking out with everything. So yeah, I may no watch it again, no, no. but but no, 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 no. I will have a large glass of wine oh, with yes. it and then watch it and then I might enjoy it. Oh, boy. Drink and, the wine. And not, I not don't blood, drink right? wine, uh, which is not something John Carradine <laughs> says. He just drinks whatever that is, wine, blood, whatever. Micah, Sergeant, I feel like you saw a different movie than the rest of us and I thank you for it. <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, this was the, you know, I, I was so confused. I this I didn't understand before we literally started recording, like why there were the cut-ins from the other film, and that, <laughs> that was just a thing that happened that people did. Yeah. Uh, and sure. so that part was so it's, confusing. It's little known fifties horror movies generally did have a Mexican wrestler appear in it. Strangely, it's just <laughs> for just <frames>. incredible <laughs> to me. But I had so much fun talking lore with all of you and talking to David. David Lore, Lore as well. Hey. Sure, uh, <laughs> exactly. all so much fun. All right. Uh, well, that, and that wraps up this edition of the incomparable's rocket surgery the howling horror of dracula i hope everybody out there enjoyed this and if you can find it falling off the back of a truck uh don't watch it probably yeah. is the best advice don't, i can give save yourselves uh, save yourselves but uh until we meet again i uh, i thank you all for listening to this episode of rocket surgery and uh, i leave you with the immortal words of john carradine who said come in enjoy my home they did not enjoy his home. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>